Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, Radio Boomers Live listeners around the world. Good morning to our Easy Way family and a tour celebrity host, Risa Gray. Risa, are you with us? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Risa. And we're, uh, you got the barbecue ready to go for the summer, Risa. I mean, are you all in tune with the, here's July and August, time to uh, hit the beach and light up the barbecue, huh? I had a yard sale this weekend. My complex has a once a year all complex yard sale. And believe it or not, I put my barbecue pit out there and nobody bought it. I couldn't believe it. I've got one of those diet double barrel things. I think yeah. I'm going to just put it out on the street because, Jim, you, sometimes you just don't feel like barbecue, and I got a great barbecue joint down the street. I'm set. Reese, <laughs> I can relate. We bought a, a real nice chrome fancy thing, and I don't know if I've used it a couple times maybe, you know. But anyway, we got our uh, best of the best, uh, easy way, best of the best new book coming out, and it's uh, – that's a way really to associate our members with the celebrities. And we got uh, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart's out there. ABC Youth Foundation event was a real hit out there in Ramona. Uh, and you thought, uh, box with, oh, you thought I was going to box You thought I was going to box with somebody? I was thinking you'd be in the ring, Ray. I'm on TikTok. <laughs> well, you know I'm not in the ring. <laughs> I, I, not no? Okay, so so we didn't get you in the ring there. But uh, the easy way has got a pay-per-view, its own pay-per-view now. And the first uh, – little association was with the uh, Influencer Fight League, and we had uh, we, our own pay-per-view. It was really exciting. And the match was the stars of Instagram faced off with in the, in the ring, literally, with the stars of TikTok. So you're kind of flowing with the TikTok. So maybe in the next bout, you might think no. they're sick. No? Okay, so we won't did go you, any Did you have women boxers in this? They had women boxers, but, you know, they were very careful. I mean, that, that coach, the guy in the ring, uh, you know, he was really watching. They, they had head guards on, you know, the ladies had head guards. And if it, you know, if it got too violent, you know, they were there. it was the same with the ABC Youth Foundation with the kids. They would box, but they'd really watch them. You know, he first, doctor was right there. But anyway, it's uh, it, it was exciting. A lot of stuff going on. And uh, I don't know, Reese, we don't go to school anymore. And it's not like summer's here and it's a change for us. You know what I mean? But you still have that feeling like, oh, it's summer, summer vacation. <laughs> I don't know. Remember that song? It was, it's summertime, summertime, some, some, summertime, summertime. Some, some, summertime, some, summertime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was back. Yeah. With that, let's roll into, uh, what do we got, a commercial coming up here? We, and, uh, have our, we have our hot topics coming up first. Uh, hot topics. Ripped from the headlines, today's hot topic. Well, today I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. I've been talking a little bit about the TikTok show I've been doing, but I haven't really talked too much about it. Uh, The cat's out the bag now. It's called Retirement House. Don't just think the TikTok is for young folks. It's for us what they are calling grandfluencers. 
And uh, we do all kinds of silly stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. This is not going to give you any instruction, any intellectual stimulation. It is just fun. If you're just sitting around moping, go to TikTok, go to um, the retirement house, and you can just laugh. Just laugh. Change your whole attitude. Um, it's a person ensemble cast. We have some guest people come on, and we just do skits and just, like I said, crazy, zany things. And uh, I'm loving it. I'm having a great time working on TikTok, and uh, I hope you t- tune in and just have a good laugh. And that is my hot topic for today. <laughs> Jim, what's yours? Uh, Reese is always keeping up, that's for sure. The TikTok sounds exciting there. Americans are planning their summer approximately 73%. Uh, expect to go on some kind of trip with an average cost of about $2,700. Uh, that's up about 300 from last year. For now, though, travelers face their fourth day of flight cancellation. So if you go anywhere, watch the airport, see what's going on, so you're not sitting in the airport for a long time. Uh, since Bitcoin hit an all-time high in November... The value of the world's most popular digital currency has fallen an estimated 70%, and its rivals are also dropping. So why did cryptocurrencies go from being so hot an investment to a full-on meltdown? Well, cryptocurrency, the world basically is in chaos. One reason is that it causes the rumors. The rumors cause a decline. When rumors start getting out, people start saying, oh, well, maybe I'll sell. Well, then other people sell, and it's a snowball effect. People they just start letting it go. Well, the prices go down when that happens. But the actual cause is cryptos are being hit by the same factors that impact, impact stocks and other assets. Consumer prices are surging at the fastest annual rate in 40 years, and the Feds, they're, they're planning on another interest rate. So we got a, a, a big three-quarter rate. I mean, a quarter's a lot, but three-quarters. And then they're talking about a possible another increase in July uh, in, in next month in July which is coming up coinbase which runs the largest crypto exchange is laying off workers so they say the crypto house is on fire and everyone is just rushing to the exits because uh, lack of confidence you know so uh, LA the last Thursday the feds like I said raised the rates three quarters of a percent now back in 77 I got a nine percent loan I thought it was good well, now they, they've gone, you know, they had their big drop down to 2.5%. Now they're closing it, you know, they're kind of creeping up to 7 But uh, the good news is a lot of people did attach to those low rates, so they got, uh, you know, that saves them money on their monthly payments. They, now we got uh, millions in the central states. You've been hearing about the heat thing. They're facing higher temperatures again, and they just went through this, and it's a major heat wave. Uh, it's basically, uh, the scientists are looking into this. Uh, it's, they, they have the bubble. It's called a dome. They call it a dome causing the temperatures to gain 15, 25 degrees. That's a big, big jump. Uh, the anti-abortion protesters are now being, uh, joined by kids holding posters saying little, little lives matter. Ukraine is holding on. NATO warns war could go on for years. Russia intensifies assault in eastern Ukraine. The leaders of France, Italy, Germany, and Russia 
all traveled to uh, meet Zelensky and show their support. Commercial outrage after NBC Saturday broadcast from U.S. Open sent golf Twitter into a frenzy. Hundreds of posts from fans saying, too many commercials. So the golf CEO says, I'm on it, and he's going to make some changes. Much work for nothing. One more little thing for you. One of the largest mega cruise ships ever built, a masterpiece in high-tech uh, ship engineering, probably the most luxurious ship to almost sail the seven seas, now sits in a German ship, shipyard, and this is in the billion-dollar category, waiting to be scrapped because <laughs> oh, this thing is a huge, beautiful ship, and they're going to take it apart and scrap it because they're facing bankruptcy. They cannot find a buyer for the Global Dream 2. The mega cruise ship was 80% completed when all stopped. And what's making it more complicated now, there's problems, and they're talking about selling the shipyard that built it. So, Reef, there's a deal for you. Uh, you know, you're talking Sounds about like right, a Titanic it, 2 story to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want to get on that boat. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Rate. We might be able to buy it cheap and buy the boatyard, and maybe we can get something going there. Who knows? I so, don't think so. <laughs> no. Okay, now we'll go to uh, a commercial. commercial. There we go. And then we go. Get on the Easy Way train. Create your own free Easy Way wall profile. Connect with the best and network your way to success. Get your own commercial and consistently be promoted on Roku, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, Google Play, Apple Store. Watch free TV, Zondra TV, Voice America, iHeart, Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, Worldwide TV, Android TV, Samsung, LG, and numerous other Roku channels. Enhance your Google rankings. Give your brand awareness that turbo boost you need to close more deals the easy way. Contact us today. Call 424-209-9290 or text EASYWAY to 55678. This is A-Game, an all-natural herbal dietary supplement formulated exclusively for men. Our proprietary blend was designed with one goal in mind, to improve your overall health, rejuvenating your vitality, energy, strength, and libido. Want to be at your peak performance in everything you do? Then bring your A-Game, fast-acting, long-lasting, with no side effects. This is Expansion, the broadcast that focuses on expanding the profile of businesses, entrepreneurs, and artists. In these unprecedented times, an efficient balance between brick and mortar and broadcast is essential. Expansion gives businesses, entrepreneurs, and artists the opportunity to express their vision on a vast network of platforms the easy way. I'm Jason Spann. This is Expansion. Imagine a social network that's based on quality members over quantity, where you can easily find the qualified leads you're looking for, where members treat each other as family and promote each other's projects. Get interviewed, manage your business, and sell your product or service on our new EasyWay store. Let us do the promotional heavy lifting for you. We've created an all-in-one solution with all the tools you would ever need to promote you and your client's business, all accessible by one simple login. Social media done for you. Introducing the new 2022 EasyWay Network with our built-in wall of fame that helps you to search and find that profile you want to network with that matches your business needs while boosting your own notoriety at the same time. This year, we've made it even easier on you. Oh, did we mention you make money? Create your free account today by texting EASYWAY, that's letter E, letter Z, to 55678. Or visit EASYWAY Network 
www.thebookshop.com. Got questions? Give us a call at 424-209-9290. Yes, indeed. And Jason Spann is on track with his expansion. This is, uh, this is really getting people on track with what's going on today. And we have some really... This is this is what I like to talk about. Interesting guests coming up. We got Catherine Coven Bettino coming on with us, actor, best-selling author. Catherine knows Hollywood. She has been around, and we have William E. Lashbrook, actor, writer, voice specialist. Now, what's interesting is they have experience in the field in Hollywood and acting, and I, I'm so anxious to get them on. We were just with them at the. Uh, well, it was the Grauman's, Grauman's Theater a while back, Reese, and, and now it's the uh, Chinese Theater, TLC, or I believe it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I forget. I don't know. I can't get the yeah, letters right. TLC, but, I think. TLC, okay. And, uh, I don't know what that stands for, but it's the TLC Chinese Theater. Okay. So, Catherine Colvin Pacino and William E. Lashbrook, are you on with us? Hello, we're here. There she is. Cat and Bill are with us. Welcome to the show. And this is one way to get you guys because uh, every time, Reese, when we're at events, oh, there's Cat and Bill. I got to take some time. But I got the camera. You know, I'm doing the stuff. And then when I finally put the camera down, they they had to leave because it's getting late. So we don't have time to gossip. Dump with it. We don't have time to gossip. That's, that's terrible. I have to tell you that the weather is perfect here in Pismo Beach. Oh, wow. Oh, you're in Pismo Beach. I took him to Pismo for Father's Day. Oh, so cool. Oh. Happy belated Pismo Father's Beach. Day to all the fathers out there and to all the guys that uh, uh, have kids someplace and don't know about it. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, we go back years, and you guys have been, you know, you've been in the business, and it is a, it is a different lifestyle. You know, it, it's it's exciting. You know, you meet people that uh, normally you you just see on TV or or motion pictures and that. And now you're, you're you know you're working with them, and, and it, it's a fun life. But it's we, an uh, we life got to hang out. Yeah, exactly. We we get to hang out with you guys now. Maybe you can help Reef and I out a little bit. Uh, Cat or Bill, I and mean, we were talking about we were at the uh, we call it the Grommets Chinese Theater because you know it, that was our days when Clark Gable and Terry Grant put their marks in the cement there. So now it's TLC Chinese Theater, correct? Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Now, uh, do you guys know what that's? It's TCL, I think. TCL. Yeah. Oh, TCL. Yeah. Okay. Do we know what that stands for? Clearly not. <laughs> okay, so we're not getting anywhere with all. So with all, with all the buildup I gave you, Kat, with all the buildup about your experience, we don't even know the name. What the heck? Yeah, no, we know God. how to get there. We just know how to get there. Well, there's the, the uh, basic Grauman's yeah. Chinese. There's the main uh, uh, basic Grauman's uh, Chinese, which is downstairs. But then they put on a couple of other movies. You know, at the TCL. Uh, yeah which I personally think um, uh, stands for, I don't know, I don't know, Lane, Lane. And the Dolby Theater is there. Right. The Dolby Theater is there, the the theater that we were in. Those are the movies that are on the side of the main main, um, uh, uh, picture 
which would be down to the yeah. DeGrom and Shiny. Right. So we know at the front by Marilyn Monroe, Clark Gable, Cary Grant, all those all those famous people from yesteryear, which we know, you know, we we've watched them in movies. Have you guys been into the actual the first theater? Have you seen movies there? Oh yes. Yes. Uh, in fact, when um, my stepson Al Pacino uh, put his mark on uh, with his hands and his uh, feet uh, in front of the Chinese theater uh, so many years ago, uh, we saw the one with um, oh my god, uh, where he played the devil. Devil's Advocate. Oh, yeah. Devil's Advocate. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that's funny. The Devil's the, the Devil's Advocate, and yet the first movie. All right, I'll throw it out. Let's see if we get Risa on this one. Well, I tried oh, yeah. to stump Risa. The first movie uh, that played when they had the grand opening of Grom's Chinese Theater, Reese. Do you get the name of that movie? Uh, the Wizard of Oz. Okay, well, I don't know. If I can even. I can. I don't even think I can call that close. The King of Kings. <laughs> <laughs> so ah. you're a 180 on Ellen, <laughs> but anyway, I I have yeah, it's it's exciting. So we, Reese, Catherine, and Bill, and Eric, and I, we saw the Herbin Herbinger Har- Harbinger, the Harbinger. Harbinger, yeah, and it was a you know a, we call it a, a thriller. Yeah, thriller, and and we 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 saw it next to you know the other section of the uh, of the theater, the Chinese theater, and boy, I'll tell you guys, that sound was clear, wasn't it? It was uh, absolutely clear. It was very the production clear. values boy. were so good on that film. You, and they're telling me, boy, it's like we were in the room. I mean, the sound. The filming, I mean, and uh, in fact, we got a little treat coming up on their second segment. Uh, we got Craig Muckler, who was the producer on that film. He's going to be telling us a little bit about it. He's coming up in our second segment. But that was very well done, and it was really well, exciting because... Giving, I didn't get to go. So without giving anything away, since it's a psychological thriller, kind of give us a teaser about the movie. Well, okay. Well, uh, not you, Jim. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Okay, here, Bill. What would you say? Well, the uh, the uh, how shall I put this? The devil has a uh, part in that movie. Ah. The devil is in this movie. Oh yeah. Devil's in the oh. details. Okay. Yeah. See, that's that was well done bill i mean you know without giving it away can you give us a little something and that was that was right but you know what's cool was when the movie was over and you know you're watching these people in the whole film and and all of a sudden you look down and they have the cast lined up that's that's kind of you know like oh look at there's so and so and the and the young lady that well, you know, I'm not going to go into it, oh, but anyway. That little girl, perfect for she that part. Lovely, lovely. She uh, she played a little girl that was um, uh, she was what what is the word? Without giving too much away. To uh, her okay. Yeah. Well, her was, soul was taken uh, was, uh, from in, her. It was held was captive. It, by it was the held devil. captive by the devil. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. And they, they, you know, they did it well, Reese, and there wasn't all this. You know, uh, sacrifice and violence and all that. It was uh, well done, and uh, yeah. you can get a movie. You get the, you know, you get the point across. 
like uh, like the Dean Martin roast got the point across. It was funny back then. But yeah, now the roast. Half a million on it. You gotta spend some money to get a good production value. We have to. Yeah. You know, you can't be doing. You know, I mean, you can do hundred thousand dollar movies, but it's not going to be the same. You know, which is great. You know, if it's going to go straight to video and stuff like that. But you know, the lighting, the uh, the actors, the music, the, the, music. the music was extraordinary, and, and music it is was. so important. People don't. Uh, I mean, when you think back in all the Hitchcock movies, who was oh, yeah. who was the uh, uh, the big uh, uh, music? Oh, it guy? Was, uh, yeah, yeah. But but you know, you think back with the Bernard music. Herman. Bernard Herman. Oh my God. Bernard, yeah. For the movies, yeah, uh, it, for the the, uh, the uh, music, yeah. You know, well, he was well, in. You know, um, he was uh, Bernard Herman uh, did um, work with uh, Hitchcock quite a bit, but he's really famous for. North by Northwest. And, oh, my God, yeah. And there Bill, goes, you hit the James, nail on the head. So cool you said that. Unbelievable. Yeah, and, uh, he, and he, listen, Psycho, I wonder if you guys know this. Psycho was, uh, and that was Bernard Herrmann, too, incidentally. But Psycho uh, was the first movie score that was all strings, violins, wow. and what, but it was all strings, nothing else. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, Bill, my father was in North by Northwest. Oh, man. Was he? Oh, my God. I'd love to have done that. That's history. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I love that. That's old Hollywood. That's old Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. And But, you know, it's okay, guys. I had a question for you, and Teresa probably could get on this, too. So, you see, you know, you go to a movie and you see a two hour movie. But what do the actors actually have to go through? I mean, to to do a in an average nice scene, you know, uh, well, you're talking like it could be a couple of days, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, take after take. Yeah. Take after take. So what do you think? Go ahead. So what do you what are you talking when you say take after take? Two or three on average? Oh no no no! Sometimes they'll do like a twenty some odd take. Depends on the and director. Hey, I'm and then say, and a lot of times on the they'll the first take. <laughs> and so. they do it from I this saw. angle and that angle, from above, below, yeah, behind, exactly in front. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but that way they're going to get exactly what they want. What they're trying the to bring tone, out. What they're, exactly what they're yeah. trying to bring out in the actor, the, the, the reality of the whole thing, the most realistic. Yeah. And uh, and, with, and with it being digital nowadays, they can do even more. There, I remember the old days when they did it on film, and they yeah. get to you know literally back to the days of hand cranking it. But they would do it on film, and they couldn't watch it back to see what it looked like. So they would just do take after take after take to make sure that they got it right. Now with right. digital, exactly. you can just look at it. They're watching it being filmed, and they can play it back instantly. Yeah. Well, the Harbinger had some uh, good special effects guys, right? The uh, it was, uh, some, you know the staircase. I'm not going to go into it, but that was clever. Yeah, and they, the, they were kind of many were homemade, so to speak. You know, just unique to the movie by uh, the if, uh, special effects chap. The guy's a genius, absolute genius. Oh. It was amazing. Well, you know the the uh, the comics with the Superman and Batman, and all that. 
you couldn't really recreate that other than the Batman, you know, series that was on TV. Now they can fly through the air, go through walls, do it all, you know, uh, through the computer. It's, uh, it's, it's just, uh, have you guys worked with that where, where you're actually standing there and facing something that's not there because it's going to be a imprinted on digital? Uh, have you ever worked with that kind of stuff? Yeah, uh, a, a digital, uh, yes. Uh, to a point, when I was working with Russell Emanuel, a lot of it was digital. It was for a short wow. called Vacation, which is going to be coming out. And that's a, 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 a journalist and a, a, a variologist um, uh, doing something, uh, working with college kids and how they're handling the pandemic, which was very, you know, apropos. For this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's going to be coming so, out, so, I think, in September. So. So the movies that you you and Bill have been in, I mean, you're on set and you're around the whoever the celebrities and the producers and that. Is there anything stand out that uh, was kind of unique or different that you didn't expect that happened on stage, and maybe went off base a little bit? Like, if you guys have a line, do you ever improvise and like? come out with your own like they say some some people do that and they they just keep it you know well you, you know, know go off anytime that i have worked on a movie they wanted it per se i mean they wanted everything mm. the way the writers wrote it down i uh, would love to be able to work uh more improvisational because it comes off even you know natural. um natural, natural. exactly yeah i like like that so much more and uh that's, that's true. That's Absolutely. Yeah. When I do the news, I sometimes I, you know I read it so I don't miss little points. But if I just know it, it you just talk you know faster, more clear, it just comes out better. But uh, no, I, we go back. You guys go back to the WTV days with Risa. You remember the old red carpets? How many carpets have there been? <laughs> Jeez. Oh my I mean, God! I can't even count. <laughs> they've been worn threadbare, James. But let's do a shout out to to Eric Zuli, your son, and by the way, and what is and to you, James, yeah. and to Rita, <laughs> and to Dante, and to Racer Michaels, who we're going to be working with uh, with uh, Dream Cinema Productions, uh, um, uh, Racer Michaels, and your son uh, Eric Zuli. Oh my God! Um, I appreciate it. that's that's so cool. And I was going to well, say, how do you like your upgrade with the easy one? <laughs> Don't do it the hard way, do it the easy way. And, you know, I got to laugh because there's this new commercial. I don't know whether you heard it. They go, don't do it the easy way, do it the right way. And we <laughs> just want to yell, schmucks, <laughs> that, that the right way is the easy way. For so many people. And join the oh. easy way. A wall of fame, you guys, because you know the connections are out of out of this world. You know, so many, so many wonderful, wonderful people belong to it. You're a big, big family, and um, it's just so worthwhile. That's what exactly. That's what it is. Big family. And on that and note, uh, on that note, you you're going to stick around and join us after Carmelita's Corner, right? Yes. Yeah. We're going to pull okay. you back right. in. And we're going to be, Craig we're going to be joined by Craig. Yeah. Craig Buckler will be on. Oh, yeah. He's so cool. Wait till you so talk to Craig. Wait, wait. 
We're going to go to a commercial, go to Carmelita's Corner, and then we'll be back with our very, very special guest today. Thank you. After all that, where's the commercial? Finally, something to look forward to on Monday morning. I'm Retha Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and I've teamed up with Easy's dad, Jim Zuli, to rock your world on Baby Boomers Live. That's right. Every Monday morning at 10 a.m., we will be discussing all things human from a Baby Boomers perspective. So, tune in to EasyWayBroadcasting.com on BlogTalkRadio.com to see what Jim and I are up to. Your Mondays will never be the same. about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello there, Radio Land. How are you today? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Uh, I've got a wonderful guest for you today. She's a dear friend of many years. Uh, We go back to the pre-Grammy days with Vonnie Hilton Sweeney, and she is a legacy in her own right. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy to have her on today. She is a hit maker. She's got major hits out. One of my favorites is Close to You, which you are probably familiar with because of the Carpenters. But she's the one who originated it, and she also sang it on the show that was hosted by Don Cornelius, Soul Train, with the Iceman himself, Jerry Butler, and they've done so much together. Uh, And she's just a wonderful, beautiful lady with a beautiful, beautiful heart and spirit. And uh, she comes from uh, Mobile, Alabama, and she's... Uh, not only a singer-songwriter, she's also a playwright. How about that? And she's written musicals, and she's got an upcoming performance very, very soon, which we're going to talk about at Catalina's July the 6th. So without any further to do, let's bring on Brenda Lee Egger. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning. Wow, that sounded great. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Hello. All right. Well, like I said to our listening audience, I'm just so happy to have you on today. Uh, in fact, that sounds like a song title. You make yeah, me so, right. you, you want me, you to make me so very happy. <laughs> oh, I would, let me just clarify something, though. I did not originate that beautiful song. It was written by Bert Bacharach and Hal oh. Davis. And actually, the Carpenters did it. First, they did a pop version of it, and then Jerry and I did an R&B version of it. But they both went gold. We both had gold records on that. The Carpenters and Yeah. uh, Well, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. thank you. 
Uh, and Hal David and Burke Bacharach were very uh, close to a, another friend of mine, Jackie Hilliard. Did you ever meet Jackie Hilliard? I think I might have met her once. Yeah, actually, I, I, I met her. The name is so familiar. Yeah, I actually met her when I was into my folk singing music mode. I was playing folk yeah. music and, and the guitar, and she heard me in the recording studio one day, and she uh-huh. said, I like, I like uh, you know, what I'm hearing, and she invited me to her home. She has a home, or, well, she had a home. She's gone on to glory now, so she's got a better oh. home up in the sky. But, yeah. but um it was a beautiful home on a hilltop, and the land was in the actually the form of a piano. And uh, she, uh, her, her husband, and uh, Bert Bacharach penned a lot of uh, great songs. And in fact, from what I understand, uh, they were the ones that discovered Dionne Warwick. So uh, wow. she, yeah, and she also had in her recording studio. She basically rescued the rhythm section of Earth, Wind, and Fire, and they used to record record up there in her studio. She brought in, uh, I'm trying to remember which musician it was from Texas, but I had an opportunity to meet, you know, the leader of the group, and I brought another friend of mine. Do you know Monyongo Jackson? Oh, I've done so many jobs. As a matter of fact, Maurice and I were friends for over 50 years, mm, and uh, okay. and Manyago is one of my dear friends right now, and we played together many, many times. Well, let me tell you, he was a big hit with uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. When we went up there, we, we, we yeah. both almost got recruited to be in Earth, Wind, and Fire, but I was teaching school full-time in those days, and, uh, you know, it was difficult to... To balance, you know, being a, a full-time L.A. Unified school teacher and doing homework and you know correcting homework and so forth, oh, but yeah. but but they took an interest in Mo and Monyongo and I have to give myself credit because I actually hired him for his first recording gig way back That's in the day. Oh yep. my I gave him his first recording job, and then he went on to uh, perform for people like Diana Ross, and and now he's working with Stevie Wonder, and on and on. Yeah, he's Miles, just really he was with Miles Davis too. He's mm-hmm. with so many people. You might yeah. see him on the set. Right. Well, I'm telling you, it's a small world. <laughs> oh yeah, especially and, the music world, the entertainment world is small. Yes, very yes. small. And I and I just love music. You know, I'm a music lover. Oh, I love music it. people, you know. It's, it's who I am. It's not what I mm-hmm. do, it's who I am. Exactly. You know, I am music. As a very man says, I am music. I am mm-hmm. the music. I write mm-hmm. the songs. I am the music, yeah. And exactly. That's the, way I feel. that's the way I feel about it. There's and you, you right, you also wrote some other um Songs ain't understanding mellow that you perform with Jerry Butler. That that that's one I, I did not write, but my best friend wrote it. One of my best friends wrote it. Oh, um, okay. I, Jerry and I I got together with Jerry because of a song that Chuck Jackson, his uh, Jesse's brother, Jesse Jackson's brother, and I started writing songs together. And we uh, took the song that we wrote to Jerry, and that's how I got the record deal because Jerry loved the song. Song mm-hmm. called "If It's Real, What I Feel," and uh, mm-hmm. that was that's how I got to um, 
be a duet with Jerry by writing a song. Songwriting is so dear to my heart. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I've written songs for so many people. I've written songs for Ray Charles and the Manhattans and Bobby Womack and just the name, just and and the artist Prince. Uh, so I've I've been around as a songwriter as long as I've been a singer. Mm-hmm. Well, what? Let me ask you, um, what started you on your journey as a singer songwriter? Well, I was living, I'm the oldest of 11 kids, and we lived on a farm down in uh, a, a place called Lower Peachtree, Alabama. That's about 100 miles outside of Mobile, Alabama, where I was born. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was three, I knew I was a singer. I told my mother that I would sing and travel the world to make people happy. And mm-hmm. that was my focus. Um, and, 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 when I got to be, and I think it was the third grade, I started writing poetry, and um, and they they just turned into melody and 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 movement and groove and and painting and coloring with words. So mm-hmm. I've been doing both of that since I was about four or five years old. Mhm. Well, it's I a was gift. Choir director in, mm-hmm. It's a gift. You're gifted. It really is. It's a gift to be cultivated, though. I t- mm-hmm. I tell my young students because uh, I teach songwriting and and vocal coaching. Uh, get the foundation of it, and I studied everybody from Yip Harbaugh to um, um, Harold, Harold uh, and and Burt Bacharach. I studied Smokey Robinson. I studied Cole Porter. I studied all the greats because mm-hmm. that I wanted to be one of the best. Songwriters, and as Betty Davis says, you surround yourself with people who are more talented than you are, and that's how you learn. Oh my goodness, what a story! And you know, we could we could have some Betty Davis stories. I've got to tell you a cute one because I'm still a member of the Southern California Motion Picture Council. They, um, you know, they've been they've been around since. Way back when, they're over 80 years old. The first uh, ah. recipient of the Golden Halo Award was Jean Harlow, and Betty ah. Davis was one of the um, awardees. And you know how smoking is not good for you, you know. Right. Um, right. But uh, somebody tried to tell Betty Davis to put her cigarette out, and oh, that no, did, that that did, that did not go over that too didn't well. Go well. <laughs> You don't know, you don't tell Betty so Davis <laughs> you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I had to I had to get that one out. I thought that was kind of a cute story. <laughs> yeah. But listen, let's talk about um, July the sixth at Catalina's. I will be. I do that club pretty often because it's a lovely place. The food is great. And it's a wonderful location. It's right on Sunset and Highland. And um, I just love to go in there and pack it out and have a wonderful time. Uh, The theme of this show is Brenda Brings Chicago to L.A., which means I'm going to be doing a lot of the music of Chicago. Mm -hmm. And I have uh, five-piece musicians and three singers to, to, um, uh, you know, sing with me. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's going to be just great. It's going to be great. I'm going to do and some look, of my records. 
you go ahead. I'm I'll sorry. Be doing, uh, I'll be doing some my original music, but I'll be doing a lot of the music. As a matter of fact, the first song we're gonna do, and I I almost didn't say this. I didn't want to tell it because I wanted it to be a surprise. But we're gonna do an Earth Wind Inspired song, the very mm-hmm. first song. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love yeah. Earth Wind and Fire. Oh I'm my God. Yes. Yeah, and you know we've lost a couple of the members. I actually knew most of the members back in the day. I gave a birthday party for Michael, oh, wow. and and I and I knew uh, Don Marek and I knew Satterfield. Yeah, and, you well, know, well, you know, we have the same friends. I mean, mm-hmm. Maurice and I became Maurice and I became friends when he was a drummer for mm-hmm. Ramsey Lewis. Mm-hmm. And Don Marek. Wonderful friend Satterfield. I know all those guys, and know yeah. all the ones to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, the it was a loss to the music world. You know, when uh, Don Myrick checked out, but um, oh, I know. You know, but but you know, I just saw them yesterday on TV on the yeah, Juneteenth celebration. Me too, me too. And and it. and they were doing their thing. Uh, Philip mm-hmm. Bailey still sounds the same. Oh my God, it it's fabulous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds great. And you remember when Philip Bailey came to uh, one of Bonnie's parties, uh, the pre-Grammy parties? He, you know, he well, he uh, he was a there. Lot of those guys. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and listen, before the time gets away from us, I want to do a shout out to Pete Peterson in the Philippines. I hope he's listening. Oh yeah. He, <laughs> I think he's one of your greatest fans, and he's. Also, okay. one of our, our our greatest producers. Awesome, awesome. Well, hello, mm-hmm. Pete. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pete. I hope he's listening. But but anyway, um, I want the people to hear your music. Um, can you can you set this one up for us and tell us about um, the your song that you wrote? Okay, um, a lot of my music you can go to YouTube and, and get just Brenda Lee Anger. E A G E R. A lot of people get my name spelled wrong, but it's like it spells like eager. I am eager to sing for you, eager. Mm-hmm. So you, you, YouTube has a lot of my music. Um, any of the um, social media uh, outlets have a lot of my music. But this particular song, um, one of my uh, uh, spiritual teachers, um, Reverend Sheila McKeithen came to speak at my uh, spiritual community. And it, the song just came to me about being aware of who you are and, and where you come from and to know about the, the presence and the power that we call, whatever we call it, God, you know, our highest, you know. Um, but it's, it's, to me it's very real and I can feel it. So that's why I wrote this song called Aware. I'm aware of you. I know you're everywhere. So um, that's basically, and I recorded it for her because she wanted, after she heard the song, she wanted to put it on her album. So that's, this song will go on her CD. Now, which which singer are we speaking of? Uh, She's a minister. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The song that I wrote this song, I'm aware. Aware. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, she's she's um uh, a minister down in Jamaica. Oh, okay. And he heard me sing the song, 
she won, and she recorded. I recorded it, and you know, it will go on her compilation album. I but, see. Uh, it, mm-hmm. It's me singing it. Yeah. Okay. Well, and let's hear it. Okay. One of the musicians, Mr. Ben Dowling, is playing. We kept it simple because I wanted to be like I wanted it to be like a prayer. So we didn't put a lot of uh, instruments on it. Just get the bare minimum so it goes straight to the heart. All right, here we go. I am aware of you, oh God, and every
Thank and you so much. That is a great way to send us out today in this One. world, and I want to thank you for that, Brenda. We're oh, going to need so to welcome. say goodbye to our listening audience. But just yeah. on one more note, how are able on other than YouTube? Are they able to purchase your music or your CD? Oh yes, you can go to Spotify, CD Baby. There's a lot of jazz and and, and blues and and this song and other things on there. So yes, CD Baby's got it all. All right. Well, thanks again, Brenda, for coming on. Oh, honey, thank uh, you so much for having me. All right. All right. And I'll see you on the smartphone, cell phone, PC, Mac, tablet, iPad. That's right. It's tech time. Actually, we're not going to have a tech time today. We're going to go back with our wonderful, wonderful guest, and we're even going to have someone join us. So That's right. That's Catherine right. We have and a... William, and there's Jim. And he's going to we introduce have an award Greg winning Jim. producer. And when I when I say award-winning producer, I mean, he his films were in the top two cult film category, actor, writer, director, and multi-talented, and a very nice guy. I had a nice, long conversation with him. We couldn't get off the phone. And his name is Craig Muckler. And, Craig, are you on with us? Can you hear me? There we go. We, we can hear you. And we got oh, you Catherine oh. and... We're just going to have a party. Yeah, Craig, Craig and I are writing dogs in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Craig, let us know. Now, what what state are you in now? I'm in Minnesota. Minnesota. You see, we can even hear them coming from Minnesota, and that that's oh, amazing. How well, about that? I, huh? I, I, I'll tell you, Craig, we've got uh, Bill Lashbrook on with us and Catherine Colvin Pacino. I know you know those two. And oh, we God, were family to me. <laughs> we were down I, there. Yeah. You know, we the, checked the, out the, your Minnesota is, James. Uh, I, I yeah. did not one, but Demon Films, The Harbinger, which you saw, and another one coming out uh, from northern Minnesota, I mean, which is The Hand That Feeds. So it's amazing. The two oh, biggest wow. horror done in Minnesota. It, it, it was a pleasure to be involved in it. But the, my, my relatives say, Craig, is it only demons you work with? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because you you say that, and, and Catherine and, and Bill and Eric and I were there watching the film. It was a great film. I mean, it kept you in your seat. And that's the yeah. kind of a good movie when, when you're – not just sitting there watching it, you're you're stuck with it. And now I don't mean to say that you're stuck with it. You enjoy it, right? And and afterwards, you're looking at these people that played these parts, and some of them were, you know, uh, a little bit rough. And here they are, all lined up down below the stage in the theater. And what what a great group of talented people. I mean, it well, must have been a pleasure yeah. working with them, right? Uh, well, it, it it was, and Stephen Steve. Steve Reed, uh, the, uh, the the main producer, everything around was great. Uh, Will Clipstein, it was talented. The fellow couldn't make it with us. Uh, Jose, the top DPs in the world, uh, you, you know, um, 
but I'll be working with him on future films like the sequel to Microwave Massacre, <laughs> probably with Bill and, and myself, big films like the, the Evil Black Widow, right, Kathy and Bill? Oh. But, uh, anyway, so, so, so to put the film together, it ended up being a mul- uh, a, a, actually a multi-million dollar film, which isn't wow. bad for, you know. So, what, Greg, what, what to, you know, you could have, you could have went out in so many directions. What was it that brought you down the path of, uh, you know, uh, films and Hollywood and so on and so forth? Uh, Look, you know, it's, it's a well, different life. Me, so what, I, what brought you down that path? What brought me back out here, believe it or not, I had a horrible stutter as a kid. I was bullied. I had a stutter. I was held back, in fact, twice in, 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 in grade school. They thought I was slow. Honest to God, but I was bullied. But what what brought me out? I decided uh, I wanted to get in movies because I think I wouldn't stutter on the screen. And who lived right next to us on beautiful Lake Vermilion every summer was the the Busbys, the the the, the president of whatever, like Time Magazine, because he loved it up there as vacation. And their next door uh. neighbor, uh, at Newport Beach. California, they'd come out and stay with, with them, and then they sold their cabin, and I they she ended up being like a grandson. I mean, I was like their grandson, and this influenced my life. This was Kay Olson's, Rock Hudson's mother. Uh, Rock Hudson's yeah, mother influenced my life. And when I was 12 years old, I was out in California <laughs> on a va- Christmas vacation. My parents said, you can stay an extra few days. I did. One day, Rock Hudson, like family to me, comes to them, you know, and you know, I'm playing at Rock Hudson's house, for God's sake, right? I said, great, come down, come down at um, 6 o'clock. You're going to have a dinner with my best friend. I go downstairs, and do you know who his best friend was? Who's that? Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm asking you, but that's Giant. We, we went through that. That was amazing. And, 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 and this is second to none. And then Rock says at dinner, he says, you know, no biggie. It was Cleopatra there, right? But no biggie to yeah. me. This Rock, like family. And Rock says, tell Liz, Craig, tell Liz, what do you want to do? I said, I want to produce films and be in movies just like you. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> and said, well, how come? And I said, because I will not stutter and be bullied. And do you know, through yeah. influence, like I ended up graduating at the University of Minnesota, triple degree in theater arts, journalism, and film, the university with a B plus average, moved up to California. See? Where in years I had the number one talk show on, uh, on Group W where I stuttered on it. And then the two I films I made, Malibu High Microwave Massacre. <laughs> And, and Craig, we talked about that. I, I, you know, my, uh, you know, I shared with you that at Cal, Cal State Fullerton, my, uh, my, you know, one of my minors was uh, uh, speech pathology and, and uh, special education. So I, I worked with yeah. a lot of in, in that situation. I had a thesis on that particular topic, and I also had a speech impediment back in, uh, well, I don't know, I was four or five years old and had to go to a speech pathologist and so yeah. on. So. We related to that, and, and, you know, it's funny because the guys, uh, some, as Craig and I were saying, some people can 
really have a stuttering issue. But at, when they get on stage, you would never know it because they just, you know, perform without a hitch. And, no, and then you they step off stage. You know, in 1982, my very first show, TV show, Michael Morrison helped play. I said, look, Craig, it doesn't matter stutter or not. You, you have a fun, you're, you're a funny guy, this and that. So they found it. I, I had a producer produce it for me. Group W, Craig Muckler's Hollywood Showcase. And my very first guest I got, because do you know I, I became friends with Gloria Shan, one of the heads of, of speech pathology at, at, at UCLA. And oh, she wow. said, first show, I want to have Alan Holzman on your show. I said, okay. Alan Holzman was a very bad stutterer. Happens to have been Roger Corman's number one editor. That'll be on the stars, this and that. So I had him on my show, and we both stuttered. It was funny, right? But, but, but oh, we wow. And Alan Holzman said, funny, and, to, and now he's going to be directing, right, Kathy? built a major film we plan on doing later this year called The, uh, the uh, um, Evil Black Widow. After all these years, he's going to direct for me. This guy oh, wow. on my show, according to himself, brought down the print of Forbidden World, which he directed. And the reason why he directed, he goes up to Roger Corman one day and says, <laughs> he's stuttering. He says, and he wants to direct. He says, Roger, I want to. He couldn't get it out. He says, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, kid. The next day, Roger <laughs> Corman goes up, all right, you're going to direct for me Forbidden World. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, see, it's a frustration because – uh, people will say, oh, you know, they, they kind of shine them off, ignore them. And yet the person inside has all the knowledge there is on history, math. They could have all this. They just have to get over that. Now, switching here, where did you come across Catherine and Bill? Where did where did you uh, meet them? On, in a well, set or well, something? Well, four years ago, uh, uh, both of our managers, great guy, William, uh, uh, Joe Williamson, calls me up. He says, Craig Muckler, I've caught you because you're, I want to represent you because you're one of the biggest cult names in the world. And, and, and he's just a cool guy, everyone said. So next thing you know, he's my manager. So a few years wow. ago, I was at a, at a film called Armagon's Gate, um, Harley Wallen, and I'm on there, right? We, I, and I bring yeah. my other um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, on the red carpet with me, Lou Pizarro, Operation Repo, right? Repo Radio. Yeah. He's on the red oh, carpet yeah. with me, all people on the red carpet, and it's fun. And so Joe brings me up and says, I want to, and this is <laughs> my, 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 two of my best friends I represent. I'd like to have you meet them. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah, and it happens to be Bill and Kathy, right? And, yeah. from, and, and that next day we were in contact, uh, and – and believe it or not, <laughs> we became instant friends, instant. And since then, you know, ever I go to like Vegas, I go there. Uh, the red carpet premiere film that I was in last year called uh, "It Wants Blood," directed by my good friend James Balsamo. That we, I'm working on a film with him. So I mean, it's a small world. And now, oh yeah, <laughs> a year ago, yeah, that... a year and a half, I, I mean, she, Kathy and I are. Inseparable. We were working on a project. There was, and a book. <laughs> there was this, uh, well, put it this way this great girlfriend of, of mine. We, we had, had issues, this and that. So 
But what happened, it turned out uh, therapy for me. Kathy was working with me. Uh, I wrote a, a movie called Evil Black Widow, right? Yeah. <laughs> Issues, a psychological a comedy. I thought Harbinger was a ther- psychological thriller. Wait till this comes out. <laughs> yeah. Evil Black Widow. I'm Black looking forward to it. This is great. Well, I'm hoping, you, uh, I'm hoping you have a chance to come down here, Craig. I mean, uh, we were yeah. talking, and possibility, right? And uh, exactly. we definitely have to hook up. Bill and Kath, we, we we love those guys. I mean, you still have oh, those God. guys? What's that? You know, every every time oh, we yeah, hook no, up I, with them. Know, wait, I, I went to a lot of places. It was just wonderful. Oh, yeah. You know. And uh, I always feel bad because, you know, they're at events. And, and I'm doing the camera, and I, you know, we want to hook up, but then by the time I'm done with the camera, they, you know, they had to leave because it's getting late. Oh yeah. But then we uh, had a little, little time to hang out at your movie premiere. It was so cool. Yeah, yeah. And and one thing I have to say, Kathy and I are, are make a great team, and Bill, of course, and other people, with based on on our experiences with so-called narcissists. Narcissists are people that you know that that you fall in love with. Right, because they yeah. love bomb us. I mean, it's yeah. horrible when gaslighting the whole thing. But guess what? We're we're, we're making up for it. We're gonna make a bestseller next year called <laughs> the Narcissist Handbook, or how to become <laughs> a narcissist in twelve easy steps. <laughs> twelve easy steps. I love it. Yeah, yeah that that'll, step that'll program be interesting. For narcissists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Wow. I mean, and, you know, one we, third we of Hollywood's gonna love this. Jeez, oh, we went on great, and it was so interesting, guys. I was talking to him. I mean, we talked for about an hour and a half, and then we we were cut off. Then we got back on for another hour or something, and we went over films. I don't know who who is out there that can remember some of these people, but we were talking about <laughs> stories know. like, oh my God, I was at uh, uh, Vincent Price, for instance. Uh, Price, it's a price. Price and his Lock, wife would go to my Ron aunt's Cheney, house and have dinner. Yeah, Ron Chaney is one of my best friends, the grandson of Ron Chaney Jr. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I told you I was at their home in Beverly Hills there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, right. and, and, and then that was the home that got damaged when uh, when you, Howard Hughes' plane crashed. It hit the one next oh, door God, and damaged yeah. the Cheney home. And, oh, yeah. And he... Yeah, he actually, when he bought that beautiful home, uh, had passed away uh, and really didn't have yeah. much chance to enjoy it. But I'm thinking, here I am in the house of Lon Chaney, the son, Lon Chaney Jr., yeah, no, yeah, and but, I was a kid know, but, watching him as the Wolfman. And it was so yeah, weird, you know. Is, and, and it's like two, in 1965, right? I'm, I, you know, my whole family's out at K. Olson's house, Rock's mom. Uh, we're out Christmas Day because we spent the whole day. So Rock's showing me around. He's you know, on the outside. He says, Greg, you want to see? Right up there, uh, Tony Curtis lives, Greg. <laughs> right up there, uh, like, Jaja Gabor lives. You know what I, I asked Rock? Like, my, you know, he's like family. I said, yeah. where does Vincent Price live? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a – and we talked about this. He was a, he was a cook because – you know, my aunt and yeah, uncle would travel exactly. around the world, and they would pick up recipes. Yeah. And Vincent Price and his wife would go to their house, and they would share recipes. And and yet, we were also talking about he was the new guy on the block because I was, yeah. you know, the Cheney and the Boris Karloff guy. And then Vincent came <laughs> along; he was the new guy. <laughs> I know. You know? 
And I, I'm here. I'm actually the, one of the biggest superstars in the world. Can we go and meet him? <laughs> I says, this is Christmas, Craig. Another time, I tell you, Craig, we're all here. I'll take you. I'll personally have you meet Vincent Price. <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? Oh, Funny wow. stuff. Well, no, it, it was, you know, these are stories that uh, they just. You know, uh, yeah. Do you know who was at Rock Hudson's house? He had a big party because Universal would have would have have uh, a young starlets there just to hang out. And I, you know, here my family hanging out all day. I go yeah. over, and my 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 mom's drinking with this beautiful actress. And I says, she says, come come here, Craig. This is Stephanie Powers. I said, oh, Rock. And I go, up, Stephanie, can can I have your autograph? And she says. <laughs> No, I want yours, Craig. He says, mine, why? Because you're the first one that ever asked me for an autograph. <laughs> oh, wow. See, that's different. That's a short moment. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean Tom Tryon's drinking with my dad. Tom Tryon. The others. I You know, the problem with us is we can go on it because you mentioned somebody go, oh, my God, I knew him. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you remember back in 62, and we, then you know him? We, 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 and I'm saying, this is endless. But I want to bring somebody on, and uh, yeah, because know, it's hard to get them. But I, I want to bring Eric on with us. You'll hear a little drum roll oh, here. Great. But, uh, yeah, I want to see if I can bring him on here, uh, if our engineer <laughs> get him. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but see, the thing is, we go back to those eras, and it's so fun. But, oh, we, so we here we go. go. Okay, we got his music. Uh, Eric's going to pop in with us. Eric, you right. on with us? Yes, yes. Hello, guys. Can you hear hey, me? there he is. So, hey. Eric, we got Hi, Craig. Eric. Yes. Hey, Craig, how, how are you? Hey, Dad. Radio Boom is live. I'm hey, Eric. Loving the show. Yeah, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm actually pulling out, pulling myself out of a meeting right, right, right now. But I wanted to personally come on, and, and Craig, give you a, you know, kind of a, a, a endorsement or whatever you want to call it, because I, I. You know, I, I study. My my job is to study television. My job is to know entertainment. God. Is is you know, I, I watch a lot of Netflix and Hulu and 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 this and that. And I I, I got to tell you, man. Um, and for all the listeners out there, go ahead and go to the Easyway Family Group on Facebook and and tell me if you agree with me here. But a lot of the content lately is demonic and dark. And and you God. you had you had a movie that you would think would have been demonic and dark. I mean, the, the name itself, you know, the fact of the matter is, is the devil's in it uh, and da, 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 da. But I watched the whole movie and I'll be honest with you, Craig, I'm the type of person that comes in, walks the carpet. I, I make an appearance. I dip out, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't stay yeah, right. <laughs> for, I don't stay for the entire thing, but your movie actually did keep me there. I was planning on leaving about five minutes into it. But but wow. it kept me interested, wanting to know what was going to happen next, especially with the little girl and her stare. And, and I mean, yeah, oh, Eric wasn't after, feeling that good that night. You know, Eric uh, and Jim, one thing, uh, probably you didn't know this, uh, as one of the producers, it was shot at Iron Ball Studios in Chisholm, Minnesota, and and that set was a half-million-dollar set. No one knew that uh, shot. Uh, and it was the biggest horror film set ever. And who would have thought uh, wow. in Northern Minnesota we, we did that? It. it was spectacular set. And we got one of the top guys who used to work at, at MGM in uh, their set department to do it. Um, so a lot of people don't know wow. that. 
Awesome. That's, well, wow, that's well, a little interesting tidbit. <laughs> I commend you for your experience and and uh, the team. You know, got a chance to meet a lot of the uh, the the team that was there. Got got a lot of uh, pictures. I'll be I'll be when I can get around to it. I'll be doing a blog to my hundred thousand something followers. Um, I really <laughs> about about that we got a lot of the behind the scenes and that the cast and it was a it was a lot of fun but but honestly the the movie i wanted to commend you because you know we're about uniting the light and 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 promoting positive content and we're all on the light not the not not the dark and the fact that you guys had a movie that you think would be dark but what i mean i will be honest it balanced on the line but it didn't go over the line and it was actually a really yeah it was very well done you know, and the director Will Clipside did one hell of a job. <laughs> one hell of a job. <laughs> one he hell did. of a job. The fact, the fact that he's the director and the star of the movie was was very impressive. And that's that's one of the things I wanted to actually. I'm, I want to do an interview with him actually because that's not easy to do. I've been a producer for not over 20 years. Just ask Clint, just ask Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I know this, too, because I, I directed The Easy Show, produced The Easy Show, wrote The Easy Show with yeah. Pepper J Productions, which is on KDOC and KXLA and all that stuff. And, and I, I went right. through a little bit of, of, of multitasking and wearing all those hats at the same time, but I've never... I know that. Four years ago, I produced, directed, and in a documentary called The, uh, you know, a taboo identity with Kay Parker's story, and which I had Jill showing herself in, in you know from the stepfather. But I, I know as a documentary, so it's doing all this. Sometimes a documentary is easier because you want to have full control on it. But a feature film, yeah. sometimes you 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 need. I mean, as a producer, you you have to be like the boss of it, but because you but you have to bring in your you know it's a team, it's a team, you know. As, as a producer, oh, yeah. you need yeah. to have the relationships and the relationship equity. As a director, you need to know how to be a creative and, and, and position, position everything. And, and, and you know, you, you, the other thing, too, and, and shout-outs to Steve Monroe. I've seen him on a couple carpets, uh, and uh, that was great that you got him. I mean, you guys had some name actors in there. You guys had some, some, some qualified actors that actually, you know, you could tell that knew how to act. The production quality was, was Netflix, you know, already. You know, it was it was a really good movie. So I, I just wanted to personally Thank come you. up. I, I have a little bit of a following, my Easy Way family. You know, I, I just wanted to tell all my Easy Way family to go support and really check out this movie. So how would my, my following, Craig, how would they actually, I mean, is it going to download an app? Is it going to well, be on Netflix? Well, how do they watch well, it? At, at, at this point, uh, follow my Facebook uh, page. I'm going to be meeting with Steve Reed in two weeks back in Minnesota on, on, on getting this. Alt more, so we're gonna have a lot more coming up. So uh, uh, it's your number also, because uh, you know, and and because, as you know, this film just won, which I set up, best uh, directed film of the year for Crypticon right. in Minnesota, and my other film I like to have you all know, it, it, I'm equally as excited about called The Hand That Feeds, also shot in northern Minnesota with my friend who was at Chris Mulkey. And, okay. and, and this is equal, equally oh, so a cool. great film, which also just won for Crypticon, the best picture of the year for Crypticon. Well, we, best we, picture. we definitely have some relationships in, in, in your your genre and your in your industry. So we'll have well, my dad will, will get us connected, and, and I look forward to supporting the uh, the project yeah, again. Great, great job. Uh, so what we'll do, thank guys, you. As, as as you know, we post all of our content. If you're on Facebook. 
on the Easy Way family group. So, Craig, we'll, we'll do a post for you on the Easy Way family group, which is almost oh, 2,000. And then, yeah. then you can I'll put your... post things on my site, too. And one yeah, well, more thing. You, uh, there are other the, – the, uh, David Bond couldn't be there. He, he, he and I wrote a, a, a Microwave Massacre Part 2. Is, 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 and, and the director of the Harbinger wants to direct that in the worst way. Uh, and I have D. Wallace attached. Uh, Rip to Shreds, another brilliant uh, film that uh, Bruce Davison wants to be attached to. And, 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 and also, uh, yeah, Rip, Rip to Shreds, but The Evil Black Widow is Major League. So I just want to play those because those, those are, are, are in the pipeline. In the popular – and Bill, yeah. In the popular the categories, guys, we got uh, most popular genres. Uh, action is 88%, and number two is thriller at 84%. So these are the oh, top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So people oh, really and, love and this. Action, yeah. Evil Black Widow. I, mean, it's, <laughs> I have Hugh Grant wants to be in it. Wow, that's awesome. Well, and a definitely right. shout out to my, to my friend D. Wallace. I haven't seen her in a while, but I, I used to oh, work with her back, back in the day on the Bay. I, uh, and, I met and, her in 19, in the, you know, when I moved out to L.A. doing Malibu High, uh, I, I helped keep me going. I ran a movie theater called D. Movies of Tarzana. And D. Wallace okay. and her husband, Christopher Stone, and I swear to God, 19, I just moved out there. 78 would come to the theater, and then I let them in for free, obviously. And Dee and I became close friends because she just did the movie the, the The Hills Have Eyes, and then the Hollywood. Oh, oh wow, yeah. And who helped promote the Halloween was still one of my dearest friends. You would have he almost showed up the other night, but he couldn't. Is classic director, writer, producer Mick Garris himself. So, so Craig, oh, before before I take take off, because I apologize, I gotta I gotta hop on eleven yeah, fifty. No, let me let me just say something for all the listeners out there. Do you guys ever provide any casting opportunities or any any like production opportunities? Oh hell yeah! Opportunities? Oh yeah! Yeah! Oh, oh you you know we do. In fact, James Bell Salmo, you know, is, is a top. Not he was there, uh, and I saw we're doing a film right now called Mark and Clark. Uh, I'm Mark, and my uh, my partner Bob Cummings is Clark. It's a sequel to Mind Melters 2, which is currently out on Turner Classic Movies. And yeah, this is a smaller film, but certainly uh, they, 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 they can be in, in the movie like that with, with the likes of Brent Stevens. And- well, you know, what I, what I would like to do is we actually have a pay-per-view system. And we'll talk about this offline, but we have a pay-per-view system. Yeah. We help a lot of screenings and a lot of different things, crowdfund, make, uh, you know, make money. We, 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 we okay, you know, yeah. I'm always, get, so, get, I'm always for that. <laughs> I, I yeah, I tell I tell people you get you get a thousand people that pay ten dollars. You made a little bit of money. It's not hard to do that. So we'll we'll definitely no, chat. No, and, 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 and it can go right to the into the film. A lot of people are doing that. You know. And I know I know right oh, now cool. I'm getting I'm getting some text messages right now saying I'm interested in the opportunities and like so like the, the, I I shot a little blast to let everybody know I'm I'm coming on so people are already responding to me right now Craig and I, mean, I, 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 I mean when you think in in the last few years I I helped I was executive producer on Angry Asian Murder Hornets number one in Tokyo it was a thirty thousand dollar film and now number one in Tokyo. Wow, oh, wow. that's awesome. And what what about what about Isn't the it amazing when it goes overseas what happens? Yeah. One more well, you know, you have to watch it. <laughs> what about the behind-the-scenes side of things, like not just acting in front of the camera? What oh, about yeah, no, the no, 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 that, that's good, too. Um, uh, Jose, 
I'm working with him. I told you he was the, the DP on the Harbinger, works on major yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. So, so, okay. so I'm going to be in Los Angeles later summer, finishing the other stuff. Obviously, he's going to be around me because he's he's trying right now to help raise money for microwave masker parts too. Well, don't well, we'll be up. chatting. We'll definitely Thank get you, you on the Wall of Fame. Yeah. So our our supporters <laughs> can definitely get you know get in touch and and get all those opportunities. And we'll maybe set up a call or something. And yeah, we'll have some fun. Yes. And Craig, we'll be talking. I'll message me on Facebook too. No, Dad, right. well, my dad will be in contact for sure. It was a pleasure meeting you, Craig. I just wanted to give you my endorsement. The movie Likewise. was great. And I'm going to let you guys Thank get you. back to, to, to Radio Boomers Live. Thank you to all my fans and Easyway family out there. Craig, keep doing your thing. Thanks, man. You. Great meeting you. And, and, Craig, I'll tell you what, this has been exciting. I want to thank you for coming on, taking your time, because yeah, I know you. you're a busy guy. And, uh, and uh, just a, a big congratulations on the film. The Harbinger, it, was, uh, it, it definitely kept your interest. We had a great evening with Catherine and Bill, and uh, oh, we, we're looking forward to having you come down. Out here, soon. I already finished The Hand That Feeds. <laughs> the Hand That Feeds. All right. Well, you're, you're rubbing elbows with Eric now, so things are going to be going oh, out wait, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still on the phone, but I forgot to say a big shout-out to Catherine Coverman-Bettino and Carmelita Pittman and Bill uh, uh, Bill Lashbrook, and the last artist that was just on there, the music was amazing. Brenda. Now I'm out for real, but I wanted to give a shout out to all, every, everybody. <laughs> we got we got it in. We got it in there. No, it, it's amazing. Right. You know, Catherine and Bill will go way back with us, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get together, Craig. I'm looking forward to sharing we, some more stories. We shall, and, we shall, man. And I want to thank you, Craig. I want to thank you for you know brushing the dust off some of those old. Old, you know, old models I had of the movies, and I, I had some of them. We talked about that, and Shock Theater, and so on. I mean, you, I mean, you go back when I was very young, and I, I enjoyed the the conversation and the memories, big time. <laughs> yes, you, so. have, you know, I'll just, I just quick. When I was five to six years old, when my mother was in the horror film. She, she said, "Craig, you're going to watch tonight The Wolfman with me on Shock Theater." <laughs> oh wow. And, so cool. Anyway, I remember. Well, I still it, remember it. the little TV set I had, and and like, wow, <laughs> here it comes, the Wolfman. You know, you know what? Watching the, a black and white horror film like that was scarier than watching it on something it on was. the screen. I because it's eerie. Man, you, I love it. I love because it. because the, the the shadows of the TV on the wall it was great. I wish I still had my models, Craig. I wish I still had them. <laughs> but well, thank you for coming on. We're out of time, guys. So. Thank, uh, you. And thank you, Catherine and Bill, for coming on. And uh, uh, Craig, <laughs> we want to thank Craig Muckler and all his cool stories. We'll be we'll be talking, Craig and uh, Brenda Eager on Carmelita's Corner and Retha Gray. So, uh, we, guys, we got to get rolling now. So, all right. Radio Boomers Live. Keep keep watching. Thank you again, Craig, and uh, keep moving. Keep the faith. And Radio Boomers Live is signing out. Thank you. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Aretha Gray, star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs>